2: I tell you one thing, based on the rapid-fire mid-air text messages which are arriving on the group chat, there is at least one infuriated JetBlue customer about the land in Florida. And he is having none of it from the listener who checked in earlier this morning to get a douche move ruling. So we may hear from him or his wife. By the end of the show, I, I am I am thinking, maybe, maybe. And it I
3: just is. found the text that sent it in, so I'm sending Courtney the rat. If they wanted to know the person who... On the flight, they want to know who
2: the rat is on the flight? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, that could be... An, that could There could be one of those... Keep your uh, sources, Curtis. One of, one of their, you know what happens to snitches? Ooh, especially uh, on an airplane. Uh, that, that could be...
4: <laughs> Something might take off his sweater cape.
2: Yeah, I feel like the next... Never mind being banned from a bar at Okemo or yeah. wherever. I feel like uh, Courtney could be banned from... Uh, air, an entire yes, airline. She put a tread lightly. Gotta I be mean, careful.
5: She already can't go in Capitol Grill. <laughs> you know she can't go in that one spot, like you just said. I mean, you want to be you yeah. don't want to be banned from this airline. I mean, damn girl.
2: Um, Sean McDonough is brought to you by Catch's Law Group, New England's injury pros. Set up a free consultation when you visit Catch'sLaw.com. dot com. And he joins us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Sean. <coughs>
1: Well, that's the good morning. That's the problem, I guess, when you don't listen. As you know, usually I like to listen for a while before I come on for these segments, but yeah. I haven't been listening, so now I'm just totally wondering what that meant. I'll make it clear. Uh, Is there a Reader's Digest version for those yeah, of us? Who- yeah.
2: Uh, Courtney and Santo are heading to Florida. Uh, we will join them next week for three shows at JetBlue Park, but they're taking a few days off, and apparently... Uh, Well-deserved. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, when uh, boarding so the I plane. for her.
1: Oh. To get away from you guys <laughs> is basically what I meant.
2: When boarding the aeroplane, Santo immediately deposited his carry-on in the first overhead bin while they happened to be seated mid, uh, mid-plane. Hmm. So uh, they took up the bin. Wow. Of an, they took up the bin of another.
1: Now that, they were among the earliest people on the plane and did that. Apparently, yes.
2: They jumped the line. Uh,
1: there were other overhead bins available. That—that that is, what I, I, we really need a ruling on whether that's a douche move or yeah. not. I mean,
5: <laughs> it really is
2: I total
1: mean, douche move.
5: Right. <laughs> Don't get no douchier than that. <laughs>
1: no uh, <laughs> uh, that and someone there is a rat well that's interesting yeah now i understand if they make the announcement you know and all the overheads are pretty much full so you know if you see a place where you can put your bag put it there that yeah. sometimes happens yeah but yeah i see that you know I, I think i fly about as much as anybody and i i see that one all the time the i'm just going to put my my uh bag in the first over had been that i can regardless of where i'm sitting or how full they are or aren't total douche moves
2: rafael wow. devers spoke to the media yesterday speaking of fort myers excellent and, segue um, expressed a little fr- <laughs> little express, expressed a little <laughs> frustration with ownership um <laughs> do you uh i first of all i'm glad a douche that's, move. I'm, sorry, I'm glad that somebody spoke up and said something
1: Yeah, it wasn't just him. If What I read, you know, Kenley Jansen basically said a similar thing. You know, uh, I think he said it to Bradfoe, didn't he? If the uh, article I read is crediting the right person, Jansen said he was on the impression, you know, the first year here they would try to be competitive, and then the second year, which would be this year, is, you know, when they were going to take the big step forward. So apparently he was led to believe uh, when he came here that full throttle was going to happen. So, uh, it's I totally understand. You know when you are on a team and you know your team isn't good enough, and you know what the flaws are, and you know that they had the entire off season to do it to address those, and they didn't. I think anybody would be frustrated. You want to win, and these guys know they don't have a really good chance to win. Now they could catch lightning in a bottle in ten different ways, and everything come together and you know, maybe they're a surprise playoff contender, but I think they're saying what they're saying right now because they know, as they're constituted right now, they don't have real a realistic chance to do that.
3: Sean, just your perspective, is there any way that this is a precursor to a sale, or is that just wishful thinking by me?
1: Oh, I don't think so. I'd be surprised. I think they, you know, I think they're accumulating teams. You know, it's almost as if they're trying to see how many different sports enterprises they can be a part of. You know, they just added the golf. And, uh, you know, there's, there have been a lot of rumors around for a few years that they're looking for an NBA team. You know, in addition to, you know, obviously the Penguins and the Red Sox and Liverpool and involvement in auto racing and that sort of thing. So, no, I, I can't see them giving that up. I would assume this is still a moneymaker for them. You know unless they wanna use the proceeds from a sale to buy something else, but I have not heard that, and I'd be very surprised. I think they really enjoy being the owners of the Red Sox,
5: Sean. I understand like you know coming from the world of sports, like all right, you need some help, but generally, when you got guys on your team saying that, I feel like there's gotta be some friction in the clubhouse when you got people talking about basically the starting pitching, so not being up to par. So how do you think guys like Pavetta, Crawford, or, you know, Bale feel when they're looking and they're hearing their teammates talk about, well,
2: we have no faith in
5: this rotation, right. right, so there well, has to be some friction there.
1: To give Devers credit, he didn't specifically say starting pitching, did he? I mean, I think no. he said everybody knows what we need. So yeah. I think he was trying to be – I think he that's the reason he phrased it that way, right? to Sean.
5: But if you're driving around on three wheels, and everybody go, and you say to everybody, "I think everybody knows what we need," and they know that you need a fourth wheel, I isn't it kind of easy to point to the pitching staff,
1: especially starting pitching We had this conversation last year, didn't we? You know when Alex said the roster is the roster. Yeah. He, and he, and I got in trouble with him because, you know, Greg made it a big deal on the show to replay my comment 72,000 <laughs> times. I'm sorry even about that. Though Alex wasn't aware of it, and so he heard <laughs> it a few days later, driving his daughter to the airport. Um, but, you know, he didn't say Nick Pavetta's not good enough or Garrett Whitlock's not good enough or, you know, he so... You know, I think there's actually some cover for them to, there, too. If we want to get into the specifics, you know, he could easily pull one of them aside. I didn't mean you. You're excellent. You know, we, we got a great chance when you pitch. It's the other slappies. The um. So, no, nah, uh, I, I understand your point, and I did think of that when I first heard it, but I think he was non-specific enough. I can't imagine that it's going to be a problem uh, Sean, in the clubhouse. Sean, and, you Sean, you know, I think if they were having an honest moment, the starting pitchers would right know right now, collectively, they're not good enough.
3: Hmm. Sean, one of those starting pitchers is B- Brian Bayou. Uh, Ken refers to him as Baby Pedro. Some do as well. And good news for the Red Sox, according to Chris Cotillo, that there had been extensive engagement between Bayo's representatives and the Red Sox on an extension. And when asked if a deal was close, Brian Bale replied with Spanish's Maso Menos, which is more or less. So maybe that'll be the big news today to get people in a better mood.
1: Yep, and that's a good – that'd be a good thing. You know, it's always good when you keep good players around for the long haul. But, you know, it, to me, I was thinking about this morning when you guys were talking about Devers and reading about what he said, you know, why give him all that money if you're not going to put a good enough team around? You know what yeah. I mean? You just right. – you know – and. It, and as some baseball people have said to me, they gave him three hundred million dollars, so but they wouldn't give it to Mookie Betts. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why, why go halfway there, right? If you are going to give him the money, build the team around them, uh, around him, and they haven't done it.
3: But it just it's, feels like half measure. I totally after half-
1: understand the frustration on on Devers' part, the other players, the fan base. You know, it's 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 understandable, especially when you say. We're going to go full throttle. You know, don't raise everybody's expectation and lead them to believe you really are going to try to build a a good team around Devers and the other guys who are here and then not do it.
3: Do you believe that they thought they were going to spend? So when Henry or, i mean, sorry, when Warner said that, that he believed that there was going to be cash to spend on this team and that something happened? Because if you're going to say that knowing nothing's going to happen, it's really, really foolish.
1: Well, you know, I, I don't know why he would say it if he didn't mean it. I mean, you know who the free agents are who are out there, what the likely market is going to be for those guys, or you know, you know you, what you think you might try to do in trades, who might be targets based on who might be available and what you're willing to give up. So you should know the landscape. So, you know, it's hard to say we're going to go full throttle. Well, never mind. We didn't realize it was going to cost us money to go full throttle, so we changed our mind. Um, you know there are still free agents out there, so you know it's who would help them. I think Jordan Montgomery in particular, if he's still available, unless yep. he was signed overnight. No, nope, he's um,
2: available, and he's here in Boston. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've been hearing and reading that too. So, um, you know, it's 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 frustrating for sure.
2: All right. Well, you uh, will, are you doing any spring training games, or you make your you 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 show up regular season
1: on WEEI? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I'm. I will not be doing spring training games. <laughs> uh, I I will show up during the regular season Excellent. for a predetermined number of games. Very <laughs> grateful to Mike Thomas and Ken Laird for working around some of my other conflicts to put the schedule together. But well, uh, I hope to be there for at least 20 and um, hopefully they're meaningful, exciting, competitive games involving a playoff contending team or two, preferably two, and, but at least one And you're wearing be, the Red Sox uniforms. You're
2: going to be right there next to a, a, a baseball Hall of Famer in the form of Joe Yes, Stig-Leon. and well-deserved.
1: Mm-hmm. And that probably hasn't gotten enough conversation this winter, uh that was awesome i i the dave o'brien sent us a text message saying you know our boy is in the hof and i almost started projectile sobbing i was so happy for joe cuz as you guys know you know he's the nicest guy on the planet and i don't think it would mean any more to anybody uh, than it does to joe and uh you know that's forever i mean he's in the hall of fame forever and it's always a treat to sit next to him and broadcast those games regardless of how it's going and it will be again this year, and it's a treat mostly because he's a delightful person to be around. But uh, also to know you had a chance to call games with one of the all-time greats is really special.
2: Sean, as and I always, like Will Fleming a lot too. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yes, and yes, Lou. Yes, and Lou. Whoever
1: else Thank shows you. up, and Lou. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, we will. And uh, Lou. Yeah. It's thanks. Fun. Thanks for taking the time this morning, and we will
1: check in again That's next it? week. That's, I mean, well, yeah. I figure with no McCordy, I'd I get more time. Well, you can right? hang on. I mean, what, what,
2: do you want to hang on during the break and uh, we could do another? No, I really
1: don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a douche move right there, asking no, for no, I no, I, I no, you don't want me to. You're, you're already giving me the bum's rush off here. So. Listen,
2: I'm on a tight schedule around here. Somebody has to be the captain of this ship. All right,
1: Veritas. <laughs> <Well, laughs> you're, you're on a tight schedule, except when it comes to starting this I think, soon-to-be award-winning segment at 9 o'clock. Right. All right, we'll get right back
2: to that next time. All right, thank you, Sean right. McDonough. There he is. you got to have
1: the, a great day.
2: The great Sean McDonough of ESPN and the Shaw Star Market WEI Red Sox Radio Network. Here
0: is Sean. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm with what is trending this hour.
2: Your home of the Sox. Now, here's
0: what's trending on WEEI.
4: Trending Now, brought to you by Lee County Visitors and Convention Bureau. The Bruins are out in Edmonton tonight. to Take on the Oilers as they kick off their West Coast road trip. Puck drop is at 10 p.m. Celtics off today before they get back into action tomorrow night in Chicago against the Bulls. Patriots great Matthew Slater has announced his retirement from the NFL after 16 seasons. In a statement sent to ESPN, Bill Belichick said Slater deserves every accolade someone could receive. He is a once-in-a-lifetime person and the best core special teams player in NFL history. And uh, interesting note, too, for you, Greg. The College Football Board of Managers unanimously approved a model that will guarantee the five highest-ranked conference champions inclusion in the expanded mm. 12-team field this okay. fall, along with the next seven highest-ranked teams. All right,
5: Wiggy, you get what you want. Uh, right. And I just a little bit of the 5-7 rule. I saw it, right? So... What are the five conferences?
3: The uh, Pac-12. No more Pac-12. Okay, Big Ten, SEC, right? ACC. SEC. Uh, Big twelve. Big
5: twelve. That's it. So there's no really no more. So is that next conference, is it the AAC? The is, is it the MAC? Is it the, the, the Sun Belt? I just, I'm wondering what how they view, because normally we think of the Power right, Five, but right. now because there's no real Pac-12 yeah. 12 no more. Right, now uh,
3: that UCLA is in the Big Ten.
5: Right, and basically Arizona and Arizona State, the majority of them are now in the Pac-12, along with Colorado. Uh, excuse me, the Big 12. How they play that That's fifth true. conference? Mm.
2: Great! Now I have to have a Big Mac for one. Wow. <laughs> Wiggy would love one of those.
5: Oh, I love those. Uh, trending now. <laughs> those things are like crap. I could. You are a Big Mac. I get one
2: sitting. How many?
5: I, if I like said, all right, I'm not going to eat.
2: Yeah, like I feel like four hours. You went without. How many could you put down in one sitting?
5: Uh, one sitting, I probably could do. Six. What? I was
3: going to say seven. So, yeah. All right. Let's do it tomorrow. Big Mac off. Okay. Because you could do
5: six. You could do a half dozen Big Macs in one sitting. Because you got to understand, the Big Macs are not super filling. Yes, they are. No, they're not. (laughs) not. When you eat a Big Mac, if you just go, like, if you go Big Mac. That's 12 burger patties. I love Greg's contortions on his (laughs) face when it comes to food. (laughs) As somebody who's a Big Mac eater. If you just went Big Mac, no fries, no drink, you could easily eat two and, and still feel like, oh, I could yeah. probably put put a... They're not like a, a heavy type of sandwich. Yeah,
4: okay. All right. Thank you, Shime. Appreciate that. Oh, there's Mac. Yeah, Curtis. Uh, Real quick. uh, Red Sox fans, it's time for spring training in Fort Myers. Cheer on your favorite team at JetBlue Park. Then explore the islands, beaches, and neighborhoods between games. Tickets for spring training are on sale now. Start planning at visitfortmyers.com. Here's Curtis with your weather.
3: 31 degrees, partly cloudy sky, afternoon high of 38.